guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Real Talk with Angela Bless. And of course, I'm your host. Guys, I pray that you're having an amazing time, amazing day, that you're you're getting stuff situated in your life. Um, continue to pray for this nation, for this world, our youth of this age. Guys, so much going on in, in my life and with my children, my adult children also. So continue to pray for us as well. But guys, continue to reach your goals, continue to walk by faith and not by sight, continue to trust in God, despite of what you're seeing and continue to press in when things come against you. Do not retreat, do not run, do not draw back, but continue to press in. It's okay to cry, it's okay to kick, it's okay to be mad just for a moment, but don't allow that madness, the anger and rage to go over to the next day. Deal, deal with it while you can and just deal with it head on so guys the funny thing about it my topic is overcoming addiction so for those of you guys don't know I was an alcoholic I was an alcoholic from the time I was 15 all the way till uh my late 20s um I drunk I I I I drunk alcohol to numb the pain I drunk alcohol because I didn't want to continue to relive uh, the abuse and the molestation that I went through in the hands of my uncle and family members in my family over and over again. I drunk because it made me feel like I was a different person. I'd hid myself behind alcohol. I hid myself behind the bottle. You know, I was crying out for help, but inside, you know, the alcohol was telling me I'll take care of you not only knowing that it was making me enraged and even more matter and and having me doing stupid and dumb stuff like driving and 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 passing out at strangers house you know and I thank God that none of those guys touched me I used to be boo butt naked passed out drunk passed out you know at people house and now that i look back on it like god protected me god covered me i was a hot mess god guys i was broken i was messed up from the floor up that's the old saying did i even say it right but i also was crying and i was mad and i was i was loveless and i was emotional wreck you know not being healed and and dragging all these different relationships along with me and causing the same effects that I have and contributing on to them because it wasn't their fault. You know what I'm saying? Because I was hurt and because I allow people to come in and use me and so forth like that, you know, and it was times that I didn't care about relationship. All I wanted was to have intercourse with someone because I thought that's the way a person loves you. If you have intercourse, I thought lust was love. I didn't know the difference because no one taught me the difference. So I definitely want to talk to you guys on how to get over your addiction. And I also want to play a video because what made me want to talk about this, I went to my friend's page. PJ always have some good content on his page. And um, it's a girl on there and she was talking about her her issues. And she, let me let me see if I can have you listen to it real quick. Hopefully it's loud. I don't know if you can hear it. This is probably the most day-to-day basis I've ever drank. It's like the the routine, the regimen of waking up. Okay, I woke up, let's take a shot. Okay, I got out of bed, let's take a shot. Okay, I brushed my teeth, let's take a shot. Okay, I'm going to class, let's take a shot. Okay, I'm in class, let's take a shot. I'm leaving class, let's take a shot. I made it home, let's take a shot. Someone pissed me off, let's take a shot. Someone broke my heart, let's take a shot. The sky is blue, 
let's take a shot. There's clouds in the sky, let's take a shot. I think I'm in this phase of denial where I don't necessarily feel like I need help, but I think that I think that I'm not really okay, but I'm hiding it. And maybe it's just the liquor of being drunk every day, 24-7. It's like I don't have to feel, I don't have to think about what's going on. And I know I said I wouldn't post this on TikTok because I hate being vulnerable and I don't want this to get to certain people. Something in my head is telling me, fix it before you can't fix it, before you get too far gone. But something else in my head is saying, you cope, you get through, do what you need to do to keep living. This is not a cry for help, it's just transparency. So when she said it's not a cry out for help, it's just transparency. It's definitely a cry out for help because I was in her shoe. I used to have to wake up and drink. I used to have to use that as coping and, and, and masking it because that's all I knew. You know, I, I had no other way to express my emotion because I didn't trust anyone because of what I went through in my life. And down the path that I went through, you know, all man was evil to me. You know, I, I guarded my heart with uh, with um, bricks. I said that all the time. I guarded myself with bricks. I had a brick wall around me that I didn't allow anyone to come in. And then I, the people I did allow come in, there weren't there. There wasn't the right people. People kept telling me I had an issue and I had an issue. And my grandma would pray for me, baby. You got to stop drinking, and I want to see you in heaven. I want to see you all your children saved. But I didn't want to hear all that. What about me? I'm hurting. Can't anyone hear me crying out? Do anyone see my pain? I don't know what's going on with me internally. I'm acting up. I'm throwing rages. I'm breaking my stuff. I'm cursing out the people that's trying to that was trying to help me or the ones that was trying to love me. I pushed them away. I ran from the world. The word love. I didn't know no better. I grew, I, I grew up. Whatever my environment was, I adapted to it. I didn't know it was right or wrong until somebody had to come in and tell me it was wrong. You, you, what are you doing is drunk. What you're doing is making yourself look crazy. You're passing out in, in, in a drive through parking lots. You're passing out and with the door open in, in your mom's house. Why it was a, a, a serial killer around. That's how drunk I was. That's how far gone I was. I would drink and drive my car in full speed, hoping that I crash into a wall or something because I didn't want to be on this earth any longer. That's how bad I was hurting. That's how bad I needed that fix. That's how bad I needed the alcohol. That gin made me feel like I was a different person, you know, and I come to tell you, don't give up on people that have addiction. Also be smart about it and don't be there. Um, what's the word I want to say? Don't allow them. You be um, there a lot. What's a liability? Don't don't be a liability to them. Am I saying that right? Draw lines. Continue to pray for that person. You don't have to let them in your house. You don't have to buy them alcohol or drugs or continue to feed them because they have an eating disorder too. But continue to pray for them. Continue to speak life into them. Eventually that seed will take root. And they would hear it. And then that light would come on just like I did with my grandma when she was talking to me one day. I was drunk and that light came on. And then after that, it was just different. I began to pick up. 
I, for some reason, I went to the bookstore and I found the book. It, before that, I was going through persecution on my job. People was lying on me. People was after me. And I, I can remember I went back to this church and it was on Bruce B. Downs and it was this uh, Caucasian pastor. And I, at the time, I wasn't racist. I loved white people and everything. But at the time, I was taught that only black pastors can save black people. Yes, I was taught that. That was very foolish of those people who taught me that. And so I remember I went to, I don't know if he, if he, I pray that this podcast finds him. I can remember, I think it was out on Bruce B. Dallas. He was in this big old church and, and the guy, he was very, I didn't, at the time I, I didn't know he was very famous, but anyway, long story short, I went to this church and it was playing all these guitars and instruments. I saw all these different ethnic backgrounds, you know, just loving each other. It was, it was a more, mostly population was Caucasian. So, you know, I didn't feel funny when I walked in. I felt love. And so I, the, the guys was just playing and it just felt like that God hooked me. I was like, he was the, he had the fishing pole and he hooked me. And, and you know and I and I will me in and then the pastor got up and he talked about how he cheated on his wife he was unfaithful you could see that she was a little bit comfortable but he was telling the truth in front of all the con- congregation and I sat up there and said it took some guts for him to say this it took some encouragement I mean it took something for him but it was something about him and he began to deliver a word I don't know what the word was you know and after that everybody became say they love me whatever so I told him I enjoyed the church and I'll be back and he said they all say that but I did try to go back one time and he was no longer there and see and that's what I was talking about it was set up for a time as this it was meant for me to go there because the seeds was planted in me it took me a while to develop and change, even though I keep going. I go through certain issues and circumstances in life that sometimes I cause them on myself. But I am very grateful that God got me to this point because I'm able to share with you guys what I went through in life, keeping it real. But anyway, addiction, you have to admit that you have an issue, you have a problem. If you cannot be honest about you having an issue or problem, no one can help you. And then you'll be stuck, confused. And still doing the same old thing over and over again to it, it, it kills you because it's purpose in you. Do you ever wonder why the enemy fights you twice as hard? Why he's he tries to go after your children when he can't go after you or someone close to you? Do you wonder why? Because you are powerful in the kingdom of God. God needs you. God wants you. And the second thing is to talk to somebody, get help, seek a professional help, talk to your apostle, talk to your pastor. If you can't talk to your apostle, your pastor, find a therapist that can help you or a mentor, the right people that, that won't tell your business, that will guide you along the way. Third, start your healing and delivering process. Denounce everything that you ever went through in life. Learn and forgive call out there now I forgive you I forgive such and such for doing this to me and most of all forgive yourself forgive yourself bind up everything that is not of God that's unclean that got his tentacles all over you just call God call in the name of Jesus to remove them and and, and number four love yourself again begin to love yourself begin to pour into yourself also because if you can't love yourself how can you love somebody else? 
and you're still walking around with this mess and this and this baggage and this anger because of what your uncle did or what your auntie did to you or what your mom did to you or what your father did to you. I cannot tell no one what is the limitation of you healing and getting over situation. Every person is different. Some people take longer, some people take shorter. It all depends on you and your process and the way you trust in God. It's up to you. And last and not least, get yourself into a Bible-believing church that's going to teach the Word of God from the Bible and not abuse it, not use it to get you to stay or make you feel convicted or anything. Get Pray to God, to seek God, that He 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 delivers you and, and, and direct you to the right people at the right time. And you got to give up that bottle because it's causing you nothing but hurt and pain. It's going to take you down a down a down spiral path that you don't want to go down. It's going to take you through some alleys, some dark places that you don't want to be. It's going to take you to some places that you're going to wake up and don't even know how you got there. It's going to take you to some places that people in your house, you don't even know how they got there. It's going to take you to some places to the point that you're in prison and you don't know how you got there. Deal with those hidden demons. Deal with unforgiveness. Deal with the lust. Deal with the addictions right now because you're not hurting yourself you also hurting your family and your children if you have children also like i said everyone heals differently some heal it takes longer some it takes less that's up to you that's up to you the process has to be done it's a must it's a must amen so i continue to pray that you continue to stay on the wall for other people I pray that once you're healed and God has lifted you up, that you reach back up, you reach back and pull somebody else up. Nothing's too hard for God at all. Nothing's too hard for God. Continue to be the beautiful, handsome, amazing people that you are in life. And just share my podcast, guys. Share it. Run those numbers up. Share it. <laughs> it is well. And guys, if you want to look at anything on my page, I'll just direct you to www.virtues.com dot org and that is our radio station our entertainment page you can check out my podcast the podcast you can check out all kinds of stuff on there films and so forth like that okay guys i love you i love you hey i stayed on the 15 minutes this is angela blessing i approve this message yes now where's my reward <laughs>